and start your engines. Uh, you're coming out about. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. Listening to Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now, your host, the editor in chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right, hello, everybody, and welcome to the broadcast. Jim Paris here with you. Of course, we are live on Sunday nights, and the website is ChristianMoney.com. And uh, something big is go. we're working on something big. And I've already got several people uh, involved in this, and I want to just share it with you right off the top. I'm going to start doing a second show, and this is going to be a show that's going to be audio only. And I'm I'm considering it'll just be on this same download channel. So if you're listening on the download at iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play, all those places. It'll probably just be another episode in our existing stream, but this is going to be me answering questions and you can ask a question uh, about anything. I mean, uh, you want to ask me a personal question, a question about business, a question about Bitcoin or a question about, you know, one of the books I've written, uh, you know, anything. It'll be kind of open for that. Now, what we're doing to incentivize this is if you go to JimParisRadio.com, you'll see there right at the top of the page after the microphone and the logo and all that, you'll see where you can click on the button to record your question. And we're using SpeakPipe, so you can just record over your computer or even using your phone. You just need a microphone, or I, I think on a phone you don't need a microphone because your phone has a microphone uh, built in. But in any case, uh, you'll record a question that I will then put in that second episode, and I will answer that question. And everybody that asks a question will be entered to win a big box of books. And what happens is when you do a talk show, and I've been doing this show for many years now, uh, we are inundated with books from uh, authors, books, uh, DVDs, all kinds of things like that arrive, sometimes unsolicited. But as people appear on the show, we'll get multiple copies of their book sent to us by their by the publicity department of the publishers. Even people that want to be on the show, but we choose not to have them on, they send us books. So these books accumulate here around the studio, and what we want to do is start giving those books away. So what's going to happen is a couple of times a month, I will randomly pick a name from those people that asked a question on the recorded line. That those people will be entered to win. And you can ask up to two questions a month so that'll give you two chances to win. And this will happen, you know, one or two times a month as the books build up. We're going to, you know, set up a box, start putting the books into the box, and then that will be sent out to one or two winners every month. We'll get a box of books. So it'll be a way for us to get rid of these books and repurpose them. And sometimes there are DVDs in there as well. And it's also a way to incentivize people asking questions on our recorded line through SpeakPipe. So again, how you get in on this is jimparisradio.com. You'll see the button to ask your question. And don't just ask a question to get into the contest. 
uh, ask a question that you're, you know, really interested in hearing the answer to. It'll be fun, too, because you'll hear your own voice uh, when you, um, you know, listen to that second episode of the show that we do. We're asking you to just leave your first name in your city. That's all. And there's instructions on this uh, when you get to the uh, SpeakPipe page uh, through JimParisRadio.com. There's instructions. Just your first name and your city. And then ask your question. And I think it gives you like up to two minutes. You probably don't even need that long to be able to ask your question. But uh, that's how it works. And just one thing to note, uh, we can only ship to the United States. And I know we've got fans all over the world, as far away as Australia, listen to the show. But uh, just due to the shipping costs, we can only offer the uh, the, the freebie books, uh, the giveaway to um, the, the one or two winners we pick a month. will have to be people in the United States where we'll be shipping the box of books too. Okay, tonight a big show lined up for you in our guest segment coming up in 25 minutes. Former CIA agent and uh, congressional candidate Eric Burkhart is here. Uh, we're just going to quiz him and kind of everything going on uh, in the news and get his uh, take on it from the uh, perspective of a former CIA agent. And then next week, super excited to have him back with us. It might have been a year since he's been here. Uh, retired Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis has a new book out about Marxism, which is just fantastic. And he'll be with us next week uh, in, in our guest segment to talk about uh, that book. Okay, before we get into my new segment and all that, um, I was going to tell you the name of the show, but then I decided not to, and there's some reasons for that. But I was listening to uh, the replay of, of a show that I like, and uh, the host and you might know who it is after I start telling you this, but the host starts out his show by saying, okay, this show is not being uh, live um, simulcasted onto YouTube. And he goes on to discuss that he has two strikes, doesn't want to get a third strike. And the topic he's covering would definitely get him that third strike. Then he goes into his topic and then he talks about rumble and how that show will be posted to rumble. So more and more of us are in this same boat I presently have one strike at YouTube. Um, I, I've had uh, two or three videos recently taken down, but for some reason I didn't earn a second strike. I have in the past been up to two strikes. I only have the one strike right now at YouTube. But, you know, we're, we're in a predicament. We're all in the same boat. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, I don't like YouTube, but I'm using them to reach more people. So because of that, sometimes... Sometimes the show won't be posted on YouTube just because of that uh, possibility. If it's something that we get into and I know what those topics are that we can't simulcast on YouTube, then we won't do it. And I'm not the only one um, that is in this predicament. Uh, as I said, I just listened to a show this afternoon. Uh, you know, they were it was a replay of a show and they started out with this whole explanation of why this episode would not be on YouTube. And more people are in that uh, same situation. OK, so. The moratorium has ended. And if you don't know about this, for, for really over a year now, um, I think it's like 10 or 12 million um, families have been able to uh, avoid paying rent and, and a mortgage. And I want to be careful how I say this, because I'm not saying this is some kind of heartless monster, because I understand there's some people in a predicament where they couldn't pay their mortgage or rent, but times have changed. I mean, uh, we're literally looking at my wife and I were up in St. Augustine yesterday, walking around and multiple businesses 
are closed on a Saturday night with thousands of people walking around because they can't get workers. And so in Florida, we got rid of that second unemployment check coming from the federal government, which is going to be phased out anyway in a few weeks. But we got rid of that as of June. But still, um, there's so much money out there. So they just started this uh, payment of $300 per month per child. That just started. So there's that money. And then if you weren't paying rent or mortgage and you were getting like unemployment that was equal to maybe even more than what you were making on your job, kind of like, why would you go to work? And so a lot of people and, and see the untold story in this. And, and I don't really know how this works, because if you are a landlord and you are the owner of the property, I mean, this is the problem with socialist thinking is okay, we, we want to be nice and let people live in a house for free without paying rent, without paying a mortgage. But somebody has to pay for that. That's the problem. So the landlord, the owner of that property, has to pay the mortgage without collecting rent. And whoever signed up for that? I mean, what landlord ever imagined in their worst nightmare that they would be paying a mortgage on a property where someone would be living in there, a tenant, and wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to collect rent from them? So I guess in light of this moratorium ending and uh, Biden wanted it to continue, but there wasn't enough support in Congress, even amongst Democrats, there wasn't enough support uh, to continue this. So with this ending, I guess they're looking at some new uh, money to come out to give people to pay their mortgage and rent. And, you know, the bottom line is I am not heartless, but when you are walking around watching thousands and thousands of people. Uh, passing by businesses that are closed and you find out that the reason these businesses are closed is because they can't get people to work. Uh, there's a, pro there's a problem. There's a crisis an employment crisis because there's too much money floating around. And uh, you know, times have changed and that, you know, they were warned about this. They were warned early on about these uh, sort of one size fits all unemployment checks and that many people would be making more money on unemployment than what they could make they they could make going into the workforce so who wouldn't stay home being all things being equal so they, they just can't be, get people to come to work and so this is what's going on so you know a lot of things are happening these you know unprecedented times and uh you know who knows what's going to happen to the real estate market now because you're going to have all of these foreclosures coming onto the market I don't know how this works. For example, I was asking somebody the other day in real estate. So if you didn't pay your mortgage for the last year and now you have to start paying it, does that mean you owe all of the back payments all at once? Or do you just start making the payment going forward and those back payments get put at the end of the loan through some kind of a mortgage modification? I just don't know the details. The same thing with the, with the rental. You know, So you haven't paid your rent in a year. So all of a sudden the moratorium ends. Do you owe all of your back rent for a year the day after that? Or does, I mean, I would imagine most uh, renters would just leave, right? You just leave and start from scratch somewhere new rather than worrying about all that money you owe from the past and, and who pays that landlord back for a missed year of rent. And it's all really, uh, you know, it's, it's all gearing up again. And, um, the unemployed residents in Tennessee are suing the state 
uh, over their refusal to accept the federal funds. So just like in Florida, we stopped allowing the second check coming from the feds for unemployment. We stopped that in June. So now Tennessee is stopping that. Residents are suing. Uh, It's just crazy, right? All these jobs that are out there that no one will take uh, because the gravy train is just so profitable. Um, I want to mention one interesting thing, though. I saw the story in the newspaper here in my hometown of Palm Coast, Florida. And um, I'm talking to those of you that do want to work and do want to see some opportunities. So this was interesting. So apparently our water treatment plant here in Palm Coast, Florida, needs employees. So what they decided to do was to set up a free training program. So anybody can go to this classroom training. I don't know how many uh, nights a week or whatever it is, but after you go through this, you get a certification to work in a water treatment plant and maybe right here in our town where they're doing the training. This is totally free uh, to go through the training and to get certified and to get into what would really be a recession-proof job. Uh, just testing the water and working in a water treatment plant. These are the kind of opportunities that are opening up because of this employment shortage. So I'm talking to those of you that do want to work, those that are looking for opportunities. These are the kind of things that are happening. Uh, you know, this might be the time to get it, to go out there and get into one of these opportunities where you can get trained for free and they're looking for people and maybe uh, waiving a lot of requirements uh, for a college degree or other things that they might normally uh, have. All right. I want to share with you a couple of scam stories. And uh, this kind of goes along with some of the weird things that are happening in the economy. So the other day I'm up at Denny's and I was up there to pick up a phone order. So I called in an order and by the way, they have a great plant-based burger now at Denny's. <laughs> if those, for those of you that have gone vegetarian like I did a few months ago, so I, I ordered the plant-based burger. So I'm waiting for my uh, for the lady to come back to the register. I'm standing there in the lobby, and this family comes in. There's like you know five or six of them, mom and dad, and like four kids, and uh, I'm standing there, sort of you know in the corner, just like watching. I'm in the lobby, and uh, the parents see this happen and i don't know if this is like a setup or what but a kid maybe eight years old seven eight years old he goes behind the counter like where the lady would stand that takes your money uh the cash register or or mail or or man would stand you know where you go behind the counter to take the money and starts punching the the cash drawer to try to get the cash drawer open and uh i'm watching this and i'm this kid sees me kind of make eye contact with him like, oh, no, there's another person now that sees me doing this because I was sort of off in the corner blending in, if you will, and blending in with the furniture. And when he saw me make eye contact with him, he ran from from back behind there. And his parents saw what he was doing, like trying like trying to get into the cash drawer. And so after they were seated, finally, you know, my my to-go order was ready. And so the lady that was working uh, behind the counter there, I, I kind of, I whispered to her, I said, hey, uh, you know, th- that family over there, their, their kid just tried to open your cash drawer. 
<laughs> and she was shocked, as shocked as I was when I saw this. Uh, you know, it looked like some kind of a scam. This kid was trained uh, to do this. Well, along those same lines, uh, this is fascinating. Um, I believe this happened in Tennessee. Um, so this whim- this woman goes into, uh, uh, she's got this scam down where she goes into a Walmart and she goes up to uh, the, the, the cashier and says, I'm the manager and I'm here to take your large bills to do a cash drop. And the cashiers open the drawer and give her the money. And apparently she's done this several times at different Walmarts, just walks in, tells the cashier, I'm the manager. I'm here uh, to, to take your large bills for a cash drop. I don't know if she has like a Walmart smock on or a badge or how she pulls this off, uh, but they finally caught her. Uh, she just says, this is her line. She says, I'm the manager. Give me your big bills. And they open up the drawer and give her the money. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, is it that easy? <laughs> is that train your eight year old kid to sneak behind the counter to, to get the cash drawer open or just walk into Walmart and say, I'm the manager. Give me your large bills. I mean, is this the new way that people are committing robbery? All right. A lot more to get into, but I want to mention tonight's sponsor. And by the way, I just did film a brand new video uh, over at the beach, which is now on the site. If you go to internetpaycheckforlife.com, there's actually five videos up there for you now. Internetpaycheckforlife.com. If you're interested in learning about creating a second income or an income that you can use to retire on uh, by, you know, any number of means of internet businesses. And this is a training that uh, we've been doing now. I've uh, been doing this new one for about a year and three or four months. But the first one I did for several years, I think it was seven or eight years, people all over the world went through it. I kind of dis- discontinued it about 2015, took a break, started this new program up about a year and four months ago. Uh, super excited about it. All kinds of great information there for you. Go grab your five free videos tonight. Wait until after the show, but go grab your five free videos on how to make money in your own online internet business. Tonight's sponsor, keeping us commercial-free, internetpaycheckforlife.com. And check out that new video I just filmed over at the beach, internetpaycheckforlife.com. Okay, this is something I'm going to ask our guest about tonight also in 11 minutes when Eric Burkhart is here, former CIA agent. But it's almost like there's a civil war about to break out uh, at the Texas-Mexico border. And what is happening is basically you have the federal government on the border and they're catching and releasing people that are crossing illegally. In some cases now we have news stories where COVID positive uh, immigrants crossing the border are being allowed in and they're being put up in hotels. In some cases they're being transported into the interior of the United States. So what's interesting is you've got this conflict that is building up between the federal government and the state of Texas, because you have, of course, you know, the border is the United States border with Mexico, but it's also Texas, the border of Texas. So you have this very interesting states rights versus the federal government uh, rights uh, kind of clashing there. So what's happening is the governor of Texas, Governor Abbott, is actually ordering uh, law enforcement and their National Guard uh, to start arresting 
uh, people on the border. So I don't know how I don't know how this gets resolved. I don't know how this, for example, how does this what do you do if you have a Texas National Guardsman that uh, goes to arrest someone and then a Border Patrol agent says you can't do that or an FBI agent says you can't do that. I mean, who has the authority there? They both do. But you're talking about everybody's armed, right? And who gets to decide whether someone is released or someone is arrested, whether the border is open and porous like it has been or whether the border is officially closed. I mean, Texas certainly does have an argument, right? Uh, I mean, all of these immigrants are coming across the border and uh, many of them um, don't have uh, any employment opportunities lined up. Um, many of them are, you know, not coming in through legal means. Some of them have COVID. Um, there's a lot of expense uh, being borne by the state of Texas. So it's not just like the feds are saying, hey, come one, come all, come through the border. Uh, we'll give you a hearing date and you can come back later uh, to deal with, um, you know, your lack of, of legal entry. But there's a cost there and the federal government is not picking up that cost. So this is you know, very interesting. And I, and I was just speculating, I mean, could this be, I mean, could there be like an armed conflict that could flare up between, uh, you know, law enforcement or, uh, you know, maybe the, uh, you know, the, the state, uh, military there, the, you know, Texas national guard, um, troops. I mean, I don't know how, how this gets resolved, but, uh, it appears to be two different scripts, what, uh, the state of Texas wants to happen and what the, the feds are doing. Uh, very, very interesting. Um, okay. So talking about what's going on with COVID and all that kind of thing. And I have to be careful because this is, again, one of those things that could get me in trouble, uh, get me banned, uh, from YouTube or some of these other channels, but we're just talking about news here. So, uh, over in the UK, Britain is now beginning the booster shots. So as we speculated, as we've heard for months now, that it might not be enough that you get the one shot and then the second shot three weeks later or as they call it over in Europe, a jab, you get the second jab. So now you're getting a third jab. Uh, they're, they're doing booster shots uh, to, to increase the potency of the vaccine. And it, it, people are starting to say, you know, what good was the vaccine if we're now hearing that maybe it's possible people that are vaccinated could get this new variant, maybe people that are vaccinated could actually carry uh, COVID, um, and infect other people. I don't know. The whole thing is very confusing, but the booster shots have begun and the lockdowns are starting up again. Now, Fauci says that things are going to get worse. He has zero credibility anymore, uh, with me or, or most people that follow me on social media, but he says things are going to get worse. Uh, what I'm noticing here in Florida is we've got the outdoor mask wearers are back. I saw them in St. Augustine last night. Uh, it's 95 degrees, almost 100 degree, almost 100% humidity. You literally cannot breathe almost without the mask. The outdoor mask wearers are back here in Florida. They are back. And we're not necessarily like a super masked up state. Never were. But we're starting to see the outdoor mask wearers, people on bicycles, people walking down the street with the masks on, people out at the, the grocery store. They're outside in the parking lot, masked up. This is happening. 
Uh, we've got news from Broadway. Broadway is telling audiences in order to come to a Broadway show, you will be required to be vaccinated and prove it. You will wear a mask uh, during uh, the show. Uh, and, you know, Broadway's been through a lot. Uh, they've been, uh, you know, Broadway shows were down for what, about a year? And now they're back and now they're telling people you must be vaccinated and prove it and you must wear masks. And this is going to be happening in a lot of entertainment venues. Uh, we're, we're hearing about uh, this, this. This is very quickly shifting. Uh, maybe, you know, going to the NBA games or Major League Baseball or, you know, Ticketmaster, you know, your big concerts are, are starting to look at uh, masking again, even for those that are vaccinated. And this is where it was it was interesting because the whole marketing pitch was get vaccinated and you won't have to wear a mask. And I did get vaccinated uh, because I didn't want to wear a mask and I got vaccinated because I have some uh, close friends that I am around regularly that have pre-existing serious medical issues. So I made the decision to get vaccinated. I know a lot of you don't like that. I got a lot of uh, email messages asking me why I did that. And, and it's because of, you know, friends of mine that I'm around and, and they're north of 70 and have medical issues. And I didn't want to, uh, you know, skip the vaccination, wanted to do it for them. I also want to be able to travel. So in any case, I did it. Uh, but that was the whole pitch, right? If you get vaccinated, then you wouldn't have to wear the masks. And now it's almost like they're denying that they made that promise. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's it's quickly shifting to where I don't know what's going to happen. I'm, I'm so happy to be in Florida, though, because our governor, Ron DeSantis, is pretty much all in against the masking, especially in the schools, which... Uh, is really a travesty to force kids to go another year uh, wearing the masks. I just don't know what's going to happen. All right, before we run out of time, talk a little bit about cryptocurrency here. If you've been following uh, Bitcoin, uh, had a great week. Uh, of course, the still fueled by the rumors that maybe Amazon uh, in a few months might start accepting Bitcoin. That was sort of what uh, started the rally and. uh Got just over $42,000 per Bitcoin this week before the pullback. Uh, but pretty much everything is up. Uh, if you're somebody that uh, follows all the major cryptocurrencies, they're all up, including uh, one of my favorite sort of dark horses, which is the Ripple XRP cryptocurrency, about $0.75, cents, $0.76. Cents. That's the one that if that legal case gets settled or resolved, I mean, that one could shoot up to five or 10 bucks. I, I really believe it. And that's one, uh, you know, that I have been talking about for many, many years. So during the week, if you follow me on social media, you'll see me sharing a lot of stories about cryptocurrency. And of course, uh, the book you see over my right shoulder, the 90 minute Bitcoin quick start that's available as a paperback. It's available as a Kindle book. It's available as an audio book. And it really is the book that everybody asked me to write, which is, Jim, can you do the book to explain how to get started with Bitcoin without getting scammed? And then I go further in the book to talk about how to buy some of these other smaller cryptocurrencies. And people are telling me they love the audio version, which I think is about three and a half hours long. It's not, you know, it's not something it'll take you like, you know, days and days and days to to listen to it. So that's there for you. Go to Amazon.com 
for the paperback or the Kindle version, or you can uh, grab the audio version uh, by clicking through to audible.com, audible.com. All right, so I see him holding. Uh, super excited to have Eric Burkhart back with us again, former CIA agent, to get his take on all of this stuff, including what in the world is happening over there uh, on the Texas border. We'll take a one-minute break. We'll refire the open, and we'll be back with Eric Burkhart. Stand by. We'll be right back. 